Welcome to the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in cross country, track and field, road running, triathlon, and trail running in the state of Iowa. And now, from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Ferguson. A good day to you all. Hopefully you are recovering from a thrilling and exciting three days of the Drake Relays. The 111th edition is in the books, and it was a very, very successful one. We saw a lot of records broke, fast times, great competition, and um, and the weather held up pretty well. A bit windy and a bit chilly in the mornings, but the fast times that were run um, are an indication that um, the Drake Relays, again, put out a tremendous competition. It's fun to see teams like Houston come in and challenge um, the local teams like Iowa State. It was a fun, fun meet, and um, it certainly was helped this year um, with the Penn Relays being canceled. Um, they That event was not held, but you also had some competition take away, especially from the pro events like the Oregon Relays. They held a USATF event that um, took away some pro athletes. And then you had other track meets nationally like the John McDonnell Invitational in Fayetteville that also was going on. But the Relays did have a strong contingent and you can always count on um, Blake Bolden bringing in a strong 100-meter uh, hurdle field of women, uh, the best pole vaulters in the world uh, and the U.S., and also uh, the, the, uh, the the top American shot putters. Um, so uh, for the pro events, you had a good mixture um, in the sprints and field events mostly. Um, we've got, I thought the TV coverage um, was a little bit strange. Um, I know that they probably wanted to play up the Hayward Field thing, but they did several interviews from Hayward Field breaking into the Drake Relays two-hour window. Was a bit disappointed with that. Um, also disappointing that the NBC SN announcers were from uh, Eugene <laughs> instead of uh, Des Moines. That they didn't. Uh, they only had one local reporter who was doing uh, on-field interviews, and that was it. That was their only uh, coverage. Uh, hopefully next year that'll be remedied, and we don't have that situation. Um, but all in all, um, I think you'd have to say Blake Bolden's very happy. 111th in the books. It was a great one, and I hope you got to see it, um, either in person or video uh, streaming service. Um, I have a lot to, 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 to get to. It's going to be hard to get this in, in under an hour, but I will try. Coming up, I've got comments from two of the runners on Iowa State's record-breaking 4x800 Drake Relays record, one of the longest-standing records in Drake Relays history. We'll be hearing from seniors Daniel Nixon and Rashawn Rooms. You'll also be hearing from Drake Relays champions Reese Smith of Northwest Missouri State and Matthew Van Epps of Dort College. Smith is a former Garner Hayfield prep who won the college 3000 steeplechase Saturday, and then Van Epps took the college men's 800 title also Saturday. A lot to get to. Let's jump in, and there's no better spot to jump in than Iowa State men. They defended their Relays Cup with 32 points uh, by winning the 4x800 that I talked about, the distance medley relay, and the sprint medley relay across the two days. And one runner on that, uh, on that, on all three of those relays, Rashawn Rooms, he was named the um, Drake Relays uh, Performer of the Meet. Um, he was the Maury White Award winner for Most Outstanding Men's Collegiate slash invite performer. So congratulations to the Minnesotan and senior for Iowa State who, in the interview you'll be hearing from, says this is probably it for his uh, Iowa State career. So a great way to go out. Uh, the Cyclones get three wins. The Relays Cup is 
kind of geared for them. Uh, the, you know, the Cyclones, no mystery. They really uh, do load up on the distance events. That's what they kind of key on uh, under the Martin Smith era and even before him. And again, they they got the job done winning all three of those events. And the 4 by 8 was the big one on Friday night. Uh, sophomore Jason Gomez, uh, Nixon, a senior, Rashawn Rooms, a senior, and Festus Lagat, a senior, broke a record uh, that had stood since 1985. Nebraska had set the record of 7-14-89, and the Cyclones averaged 148.3 in running 7-12-57. That, that is uh, also an Iowa State school record. Um, so congratulations to them. Um, it was, uh, they were very balanced on their legs. Nobody, um, nobody took a leg off. Uh, Gomez and Nixon both ran in the 148s on their first two leg to build a big lead halfway through. Rooms uh, just broke 148 um, to put Iowa State up big by about six seconds. And then Lagat, it was his to uh, chase the record. And the man from Kenya got it done with a 147.51 anchor to set that record of 712.57. Going back to that 4 by 800 Nixon said he wanted to do something special on Friday for the fans at Drake Stadium. And he also said there was a good omen when they were just about ready to run. We're, we're a hard-working group, you know. First off, giving God thanks for everything. But, uh, you know, we all train hard together every single day. Rain, sleet, snow. So, you know, as soon as we saw the sun peek out, it literally came out about four minutes before we were about to run. We were like, we were feeling it good. Uh, Coach Jeremy isn't here right now. He's out in Eugene with our other teammates about to do their thing tonight. But, you know, we want to do something special. You know, Asbestos, uh, Rashawn, and I, this is our last Drake Relays as a Cyclone. So we really wanted to leave it out there with a bang. You know, Jason has something to pass the torch on and come back two more years and do, do the same thing. So, you know, it was a really great opportunity to come out here and have fun, especially with the fans and, you know, not having an outdoor season last year. So it felt great to come out here and do that. Um, the Iowa State school record, by the way, was 7-19-80, um, set from a meet in Arizona State in 1979. Um, and um, that 4x8, if you're wondering, is the fifth fastest uh, 4x8 in college history. So um, they've certainly put themselves in the record books. The 4x8 is not a uh, meet at the NCAA championships. So um, they won't be able to win a national title there. Um, and it's also the fastest 4 by 8 run um, in 10 years at the collegiate level. Um, and it's their third straight title in the 4 by 8 Rooms didn't compete during the indoor season because he was out of eligibility, but he said he was inspired by performances by Jason Gomez and uh, Daniel Nixon during the indoor season said they set the bar very high and it motivated him. It's been challenging because of COVID, you know, with everything, we had to make sure, like, I have a mask on, I practice and everything. But, like, honestly, when you're with a, guy, a bunch of group of guys all running fast, all hitting PRs, like, it just makes the season that much better. And I'm just, like, me as a senior, you know, I'm trying to have to maximize my fun this year. And just, yeah, when I see everybody else going out there doing anything, like, when I saw my man Jason, Daniel, do they stuff, running 148, split both, I'm just like, man, I have to do something. Like, there's no excuses. Like, they did it, I gotta do it. So, it's just, yeah, it's just so much fun. Like, the energy I get off these guys, like, it's tremendous. And I just wanna keep feeding off the energy throughout the entire rest of the season. Absolutely, man. Well, uh... Next day, the, f the same four of them, and, um, and they won the distance medley, like I talked about. Um, and that clinched the, um, the, the uh, cup for them. As uh, again, it was Gomez, Rooms, Nixon, and Lagat was the order. Um, as they took that, uh, Gomez ran um, the first 1200. He got Iowa State into third place, but then Rooms, running a 400 meter leg, showed off his versatility by running a 47.08 split to get back into a tie with Oklahoma State uh, at the second exchange. Um, 
<clears throat> then it was up to Nixon uh, to run an 800. Um, he got uh, Iowa State into position um, right behind Miami of Ohio for Lagat and his 1600 leg. And um, Lagat, um, well, he did what he usually does. He um, uh, allowed him, uh, he was able to use his tremendous kick to beat everybody um, with a final lap of 54.72. He also got a little help on the backstretch when there was a collision ahead of him and he was able to avoid all that trouble um, between a Miami runner and an Air Force runner. So uh, that again um, is a victory for the Cyclones. That did, like I said, wrap up, that did wrap up the, uh, the uh, Relays Cup uh, for the Cyclones, and uh, they were able to defend their distance medley crown, um, winning it uh, for the third time, um, also winning it in 1991. Um, um, and they're also, um, wow, I mean, this is a tremendous stat, too. This is, comes from Iowa State Info. Um, Cyclone men became the first men's squad since Kansas in 1954 to win the 4x8 DMR and sprint medley relay at the same relays. That sprint medley relay um, was on Friday before the 4x8, and Rooms, um, starting off his uh, triple victories, um, he ran uh, the final 800 leg in that. Um, he was able to run 151, uh, a controlled 151.43 to take home the victory there. Um, the other runners were Gage Clay, Joven Johnson, and Eric Fogeltans on the sprint medley. They won that in 322.06. do want to mention Northern Iowa finished fourth in that event with Walcott, a senior, um, running uh, the final leg, the final 800 leg. They finished in 327.72. Um, so Iowa State Rashawn Rooms is the men's outstanding uh, collegiate invite performer after taking home three victories and he's well deserved um i want to mention one other event from drake before we jump over to oregon uh, relays briefly the 1500 was just a phenomenal race um drake's adam fogg looking to join a good list of champions uh from the home the home bulldog team he and uh Furman's Ryan Adams battled it out. Uh, Fogg took the lead on the backstretch, and then I listened to the interview by Adams. Adams said he saw Fogg uh, pass him on the outside, and he said, I've got to make a move. I can't let him get going, and uh, he went with him, and the two just sprinted uh, basically the last 200-plus meters all the way to the finish. It was a practically a photo finish, but Adams did uh, nip the sophomore Adam Fogg uh, by five, what is it, hundreds of a second? Yeah, five hundreds, I had to think. It's not thousands. Um, it was 338.74. Adams gets the win, um, and Fogg was five hundreds back, um, just uh, coming so close um, to winning uh, a white uh, coveted Drake Relays flag. But that time by the Brisbane Australian uh, native um, is a uh, is a 40 year old bro broke the 40 year old school record by uh, three full seconds so so he still uh, did himself very well uh, breaking a, a long-standing school record and it's also by the way uh if you want if you want to look at Missouri Valley Conference um records here it's the fastest time ever uh for the 1500 uh in the valley so uh, congratulations to him for setting a couple uh, records uh phenomenally but just getting edged by the senior from from Furman and re really was one of the great races uh uh, of the relays, um, in my estimation, maybe the best finish uh, of the meet. Um, his teammate, Fogg's teammate, Isaac Baston, um, was 8th and 3, 43.15. That's a personal best time for Isaac. 
So that's the relays. I'll jump back to them, but let's get to the Oregon relays on Friday night. And the featured race of that Friday night in Eugene had to be the 5,000 Men's Invitational, where four national champions dueled it out over 12 and a half laps on the new Hayward Field surface. It was Oregon's Cole Hawker and Cooper Tier going against Iowa State's Edwin Kurgat and Wesley Kiptu. It was an exciting finish, just as predicted. The four men um, took the lead uh, going into the final mile and dueled it out from there. Um, it looked like Tier might uh, take the victory. Um, he took over the lead uh, on the final three laps. But Hawker made a really smart move, moving to the inside um, and never lo losing that position as he held on to get the victory in 13-19-98. Um, Tier um, was just a little bit back in 13-20.2. And then um, Iowa State's uh, Kurgat and Kuptu um, just didn't quite have enough uh, kick at the end. Uh, to get the victory, it was Kurgat who slipped past his younger uh, teammate Kiptu for third. Kurgat runs 13.20.48 and Kiptu 13.21.02. Um, those times, not surprisingly, uh, are 1, 2, 3, 4 nationally this season. Um, wow. Uh, so these guys uh, are probably going to meet again um, on this same track in uh, in about two months time uh, less than two months uh, in June um, and if you're wondering about um, where Kurgat and Kiptu stand uh, they're now number two and number three on Iowa State's all-time outdoor 5k uh, list um, so they're also uh, all-time um, top 20 all-time in NCAA Division I for the men's 5K. Um, uh, in that uh, field, um, Iowa State also had Ezekiel Ropp, who ran. Uh, he ended up 10th in 1345-85. Um, so Ropp ran a good time. Um, that time's no slouch. He just missed out on uh, making it into the top 10 for uh, Iowa State history. So a great uh, 5,000 meter invitational. Um, it was it was interesting that uh, Kurgat and Kiptu got pulled from the Drake relays, but you can see why they did it, um, why Martin Smith did it, because they got a great uh, competition out of it. Um, got to again see this track uh, for a second time. They were there for the Hayward uh, premiere uh, three three or four weeks ago. So it's just a little more familiarity, getting used to that, uh, and also certainly getting challenged uh, more by running against these two fantastic ducks. Um, so it was a great, uh, a great uh, race, and hopefully, for the Cyclones' sake, they'll reverse the order in June. Iowa State did have a champion, though, uh, out uh, in Oregon, and it was David Two in the 3,000-meter steeplechase. He and... Adam Visoke of the Reebok Boston Track Club battled it out, uh, basically came down to a two-man race. Um, Visoke uh, had the lead um, going into the final barrier, but then two really picked himself, uh, got himself going, um, took the lead over the final barrier, and then uh, held on to the finish. And he ran 8.40.31. That's a seven-second personal drop from his time run in Oregon three weeks ago. So congratulations to David, too. That time is number two in NCAA Division One. And um, if you're wondering for the Iowa State record books, it is now number four in Cyclone history for that event. So uh, Iowa State's guys continue to mop up in the, in the record books. Uh, the pros were uh, racing on Saturday in Oregon, and the women's, uh, well, let's start with the men's 800, how about that, um, where former Iowa All-American Eric Swinski, um, he lives and trains in Iowa City, uh, coached by Joey Woody, the University of Iowa uh, track coach, 
the head of the program. He finished fourth in the 800 uh, in the USATF Grand Prix. He ran 147.73. He finished well um, to beat uh, competitor Sam Ellison at the line for fourth. So a good uh, run there as we are eight weeks away from the U.S. Olympic trials. Um, in the men's 3,000 steeplechase, we had three uh, runners with Iowa ties competing. Former Iowa State runner Hillary Bohr finished third in the in the uh, 3,000 steeplechase. He ran 8.22.55 on Saturday. And then you had former uh, Iowa Central runners, Stanley Kebene. Um, he was seventh in 8.30.57. And then Frank Lyon Tanui. Uh, he was ninth in 838.97. That's the 3,000 steeplechase. That was uh, that was a that was a really good entertaining race. And then the well, women's 1500 was held, and Jenny Simpson, uh, Webster City native, uh, former Ames and Webster and uh, Fort Dodge resident, he she finished seventh um, as the seventh best American in the field. And ninth overall in 410.07. Uh, um, she admitted that she was a little rusty afterwards, not the performance that she wanted. Um, but it is the first race for her for the season. And like I said, eight weeks to go for the trials. Let's see if Track Jenny, as she's known on Twitter, can pull it around uh, and make another uh, Olympic team. For the U.S., um, I'm assuming she's going to be going for the 1500. The winner in that race was Great Britain's Laura Muir. She's really come on the last couple of years, really done phenomenally. She won in 401.54. So that's the Oregon results. And now let's go back to the Drake Relays and Saturday's competition. And I'm leading off with Lionel Perez of Iowa State, who picked up a victory in the men's 800 college race. Uh, Perez um, was several Cyclones who was running in this uh, race, um, but he wasn't uh, on either of the 4 by 800 teams that um, ran the previous day. Um, so he was fresh. He was coming in fresh for this 800, and he held off everybody to win in, like I said, 150.79. Sixth for Iowa State was Alex Lamong in 151.77. Um, and well, let's mention David Thompson. He's an Iowan. Um, he ran 153.49. I believe he's from Lewis, uh, Iowa. Ran at Griswold, I believe. Right around there, I know. And then um, let's go with Nehemia 2 was 12th in 153.52. But uh, the, well, doing very well for himself was um, Drake graduate student uh, Ryan Schweizer, former Dowling Catholic standout. He was fifth for the Bulldogs in that same race in 151.72. That performance by Ryan, uh, who has, is a transfer from Notre Dame, that ranks 10th all-time in Drake history. So he's in the record books with that 151.72. That's the men's 800. The women's distance medley, Iowa State was fourth in that event. Um, with uh, you had Madeline Hill, Bria Barnes, Maggie Davis, and Callie Logue anchoring with that one. They ran 11 21 33, um, and they uh, were, and, and it was really Logue who was really um, kind of the hero on that relay. She was in seventh when she got the baton, moved into fourth with a nice 439 anchor um, to uh, get them all the way up to fourth. That time, by the way, is sixth best in um, DMR history for Iowa State. They don't run it too many times, of course, during the track and field season. The winner was Notre Dame in 11.03.25. Um, we had a men's 3,000 steeplechase winner, and I've already mentioned his name, Reese Smith. Former Garner Hayfield Prep, he got the victory um, in a, um, it, it, with an impressive uh, final 63-second final lap. He won it in 851-83, and um, this is his first meet in Iowa. Um, usually uh, the Bearcats 
compete down in Missouri uh, a lot of times, and they don't usually get to Iowa. So he said it was a thrill to run in front of his family and friends. It was kind of windy and kind of cold. It wasn't ideal, but, uh, you know, I just wanted a great opportunity to compete. I haven't been back here since high school. And the last time I was here, I had a really good weekend. I won two state titles instead of state record. So this track is like home to me, and uh, it was really good to get back here. I had a lot of family in the stands, and it was just good to go post a national time. Reese said he was very disappointed that he wasn't selected for the University Men's 3000 Steeplechase race on Thursday, and so he decided that he was just going to show Relays officials that he deserved to be in the top event. I'm really glad uh, just because, you know, like I was hoping to get in the fast uh, heat this weekend, but for some reason they wouldn't let me into the Division One race, so I decided I might as well just make my race the fast race. So that's what we did. We just went out and hammered, and, you know, it's – it's hard to do it when there's only two guys and we set the winning time, you know, when guys are running 838, it's a heck of a lot easier to run 850 because you don't have sure. to lead the laps and just go with the course of the race. So I think that we were able to do what we did today um, really makes me feel comfortable about how I'll hold up on the national stage and when I'm not the one dictating all the paces. And I think it'll be good. I'm really looking forward to hanging with those top guys in the nation and, you know, hopefully coming home an All-American. I really wanted to get in that fast race. I really wanted to compete in some good guys and maybe beat up on some D1 kids in the process, but um, I didn't get the opportunity, which was kind of a letdown, but, you know, I'm going to take what, I've, what my cards I'm dealt and just do it the best I can, so that was the whole plan. Well, you're Iowa College has also celebrated another uh, Drake Relays victory when Dort's three-time NAIA national champion Matthew Van Epps took the victory in 150.14. Van Epps Trailed big after the first lap, but he made it up with a 53.92 final lap. And he said it was like deja vu all over again at Drake Stadium. You know, last last week I ran at the Sioux City Relays, and it was an exact replay of what happened today. And after the race, my coach told me, he's like, at Drake, you should really just go out and uh, try to run for time. And then he said, basically, don't get boxed in or sit in the back again. And I guess today I was I was going to listen to him and then got out. And I don't know, I guess they thought they were going to go out really fast. And I ended up in the back again. So, yeah, usually when I, ended, when I go through 400 in the back of the pack, I mean, I start to get a little nervous. But I know I usually have a pretty good kick. So, but no, that was not what I was planning on doing from the start. Van Epps, who was hoping to win a couple more national titles later on this spring, described how he was able to bring himself back from the back of the pack in the final 300 meters. Yeah, I felt pretty good. I mean, I with about 300 to go, I knew that if I could get out, that I was going to have some pretty good turnover and probably be able to catch him. I felt pretty good through about 500. And then once I kind of got on the outside, it's just pull out sprint to the end. And usually I have enough to at least make it competitive so and sometimes i like running from the back i like i like chasing people i think i run better when i chase people so there were several iowa collegians running in that men's 800 wyatt schmidt of wartburg ran 152.58 schmidt is a freshman then it was in seventh dalton martin of wartburg a sophomore in 153.02 uh dort freshman peyton malden uh, was 8th in 153.35. Then it was Iowa Western sophomore Samuel Hydro in 9th in 153.8. And Jackson Burnett of Indian Hills, also a freshman in 153.86. Ian Kelly, a Luther sophomore, was 11th in 153.97. The college women's 3,000 steeplechase nearly had a champion. Um, but Caroline Cunningham, a former Cedar Falls prep, came up just a bit short for Northwest Missouri State. The sophomore ran 11.05.63 to take runner-up position to Adams State senior Sarah Wills, who broke away late. Um, she broke away over the second half of the race to win in 10.53.87 in the college women's 3,000 steeplechase. Uh, the women's pro 1,500... Um, saw Northern Iowa assistant coach Alexina Wilson um, run very well. Um, she ran a very controlled race uh, to run a personal best time of 411.16. Alexina 
um, was way back. She was toward the back of the pack after the first couple laps, but she moved her way up uh, over the third and fourth laps and really ran a smart race and finished, closed well. Uh, the Tracksmith athlete um, beats her previous best of 413.35 running against the pros. So congratulations for her running 411.16, a personal best time. Um, we did have uh, a few other good results on Saturday. We're talking Saturday at the Drake Relays here. Um, the Loris men finished runner-up in the men's distance medley relay early in the morning. It was Wyatt Kelly, Jake Wilcom, Chris Guys, and Ryan Harvey running 10.08.97. And then Dort finished fifth with Jacob Vanderplatz, Luke Wagner, Jebediah Merkel, and Trey Engen running 10.14.65. Loris's women uh, picked up a third place finish in the women's distance medley relay. Um, this is Kaylee Osterberger, Merrill Green, Ellie Osterberger, and Cassie Rosen Rosenboom um, finishing third and 12.16.50. That's Cassie Rosenboom. Got to get her name right. She's only a national champion in cross country for Loris uh, and a school record holder. Um, University Women's 800. A good performance was put in uh, by Oksana Covey, um, former Des Moines Christian uh, athlete from Ankeny. Oksana competing for South Dakota State. She ran 207.91. She's listed as a junior uh, for the Jacks. Uh, the college women's 800, you had Emily Funderman of Morningside, a senior, ran 215.81 for seventh. And then Wartburg freshman Aubrey Fisher, she's a former AG, AGWSR runner. She ran 217.63. One other little note is that uh, it was good publicity for the Drake University program as Adam Fogg, the sophomore, uh, paced the men's pro 1500 race. He dropped out with less than 500 meters to go, but it was great to see him lead um, the field uh, and get some airtime for Drake. It's, it's good publicity for the program as he was the pacer in that pro 1500 race. Uh, let's move on now to the Drake Relays Thursday events. This was the first official track night. Um, there were no Iowans running in that USA Pro One Mile Pro Championships uh, on Wednesday. So the Distance Carnival on Thursday started things off for the college and pro runners. And um, it was a victory for former Waverly Shell Rock prep Abby Caldwell uh, of Iowa State. Caldwell ran 10.05.62 to take the victory. Um, she built up a nice lead uh, over the first four laps, um, and then it was just basically, could she uh, beat her previous personal best of 1019 uh, from March? And she did it uh, very easily, uh, winning by almost nine seconds. And um, and I believe her time is now 19th in NCAA Division I uh, at right now. So she's uh, right now a qualifier for nationals. Um, and um, let's, uh, Drake also uh, has uh, a good performance there as well, um, as Brooke Mullins uh, broke uh, a fairly uh, long-standing Drake record in the women's 3,000 steeplechase, probably needed to be taken down, uh, admittedly, but she ran a seventh place in that 3,000 uh, steeplechase, running 10.39.68, beating the former uh, record set by Casey McDermott of Newton, Casey ran 10.44.48 back in 2009. So the very talented freshman, Brooke Mullins, the Australian, um, she's got a lot more break records to break during her career. She's off to a great start in her career. Um, the men's 3,000 steeplechase had a very good performance from an Iowan, uh, former center, center point Urbana, um, and... Uh, Drake transfer Josh Yeager of South Dakota State picked up the runner-up finish in 848.7. Um, he um, ended up 
well back uh, of winner Dan Michalski, who's basically a pro runner, let's face it. He was running unattached. Michalski ran 8.29, 8.3. But still, Jaeger, uh, the senior, um, uh, gets the job done, finishing second um, with a strong performance. And Iowa Central's Kelvin Bungie, um, uh, let's point his time out. He ran 909.88. Uh, that time by the freshman leads the NJCAA for the steeplechase, and it's fifth best all time in Iowa Central history, according to the Tritons. So um, that's a time noteworthy for him. Uh, the Iowa State uh, had a good performance in the women's 1500 unseated race on Thursday night. Former Glenwood prep Janet Schraft. Uh, had another impressive run at Drake. Um, she finished third um, and um, moving up, she's really moved up during the race, really ran well, uh, closed very strong. Um, 66 second final lap to winner section uh, in a personal best 423.97. That time is 18 seconds better than her previous best. So uh, great performance by the Glenwood native she's got a lot a uh, lot more quality performances to come the men seated uh, 5000 meters was a great one as wartburg senior joe freeberger continues to make a statement um the guy from holy cross iowa over by the over by dubuque right by the basically a suburb of of dubuque very small suburb um, he ran 14 minutes to take runner-up position behind Alec Cray of Augustana. That time by Freeberger is, well, is ninth all-time in NCAA Division III history for 5,000 meters. So he's in select company there and looking for a national title later on this spring. The University Women's 10,000. Uh, Cassie Rosenbaum, uh, I mentioned her earlier, she finished third in a new school record uh, of 34.19.16. That time is number one in Division Three, as well it should be. 34.19 is, is flying for the NCAA Division Three, And it improves on her school record by 34 seconds. Um, Iowa Western's Faith Linga. Um, you want to talk about breaking a school record. She not only, she didn't break it, she shattered it. According to Iowa Western, she broke the school record by over seven minutes in the 10,000 by running 34.42. Um, I assume that it hardly has ever been run there by Iowa Western because um, to have a record of 41 minutes is not very good for, for the women. So, But her time is, is leading the NJCAA by... According to Iowa Western, by over four minutes. Um, so that's, she's definitely on her way toward um, winning a national championship, just like she did in the winter, where I believe she won two or three uh, national championships. Uh, in that 10,000, Karina Collett, Wartburg Jr., was 15th in 36.03, and then her Wartburg freshman teammate, Natalie Paulson, was 19th in 36.27. Those are both good times. Um, nothing um, certainly to sneeze at. Um, the women's uh, 5,000 seated women's race was won by a Notre Dame runner uh, in 16.12. But uh, a former Wartburg College star, Missy Rock, uh, she finished fifth. Um, I wrote about her. She ran in the U.S. Olympic marathon trials, um, and um, she's a coach up, up in Minnesota. She finished fifth in that race in 1621-26, and she was running unattached. Um, then you had... Um, Seventh place was Iowa State's Dana Fayan. She ran 16.29.61. Um, she also um, ran very well to close out her race. Um, so she closed very well to get seventh. Made up a few spots at the end. Grace Dickel, her teammate, was 10th in 16.33.84. Um, she dropped 20 seconds, 26 seconds off her previous best 
um, in that race. And then uh, former Iowa Central runner Winrose Chisang of Iowa State was 12th in 1638 And then 13th was Brenna Cohoon. Um, uh, she took about 20 seconds off her best from the Jim Duncan Invitational two weeks ago. Cahoon ran 1642. So good performances by Iowa State's women there. Uh, a couple more races we've got from Thursday. Well, at least a couple more. Riley Bauer of South Dakota State, sophomore and former North Union prep, finished third in the university men's 800 unseated race. He ran 151.38. The winning time was 150.70. And then um, former Dowling Catholic runner, Matt Frazier, uh, nice to see him showing up for Notre Dame. Uh, he was fourth in the uh, men's university, unseated 1500. Uh, he ran 349.44. He's listed as a junior for the Irish. Um, we've got a few more here. The Drake, um, Drake women were uh, competing in the unseated women's 5,000. I, I know there's a lot of confusion. Unseated, seated. There's a lot of, um, that's just a pet peeve of mine. I think some of these races, I, I saw there was only nine runners in one of the steeplechase events. To me, let's combine all this, you know, let's combine those steeplechase events. Let's have, um, let's have one race um, when you have to, uh, to ease the schedule. Anyway, um, you had a senior Elizabeth Aho. Um, she was fourth in that unseated women's 5,000. Um, she finished fourth in 1708. That was 23 seconds off her lifetime best. So congratulations to her. And then fresh freshman Anastasia Karolov. Um, she ended up 10th in a time of 1723 four six seconds. That is an 18 second PR for Anastasia. So the Drake women's 5,000, a couple good runs there. The men's unseated 5,000 was good as well for the Bulldogs as senior Andrew Burnt uh, finished eighth in a PR of 1437.3. Uh, his previous best was 15 seconds slower. And then you had senior Max Friedrich. Uh, he's an Austrian. Uh, nice to see him back running healthy. He's been injured for a while. Uh, he was 11th in 1442.98. Um, we are, I promise, we're almost done with the Thursday results. We have the University Men's 10,000. That closed out the night. And run a blaze, Iowa's Blake Whalen, uh, former Iowa Central runner, and he's from Dubuque originally. He was sixth in that race in 2954. That's his first time breaking 30 for the 10,000 meters. Congratulations to Blake for achieving that milestone. Finishing seventh was former Sioux City North Prep, Merga Gamita. Uh, in 29.59, uh, he just eclipsed uh, 30 minutes, and um, he did it by 0.25 of a second. And because he did, um, the USD sophomore, University of South Dakota sophomore, uh, became the fourth coyote uh, in program history to break 30 minutes. So he uh, gets himself a little bit of notoriety for sure uh, with that 295975. Uh, and then also you had Wartburg Jr. Morgan Shirley Fairburn uh, running ninth uh, in 3029-36 in that 10,000 meters. One last result from Thursday night in the University Women's 800 unseated race. You had Helen Gold, former West Des Moines Valley prep, now running also for South Dakota. She finished ninth in 2.14.46. Gold is just a freshman for the Coyotes. And then uh, Missouri's Karina Liz was the winner in 2.08.50. That is Thursday's recap and now we're off to Friday. The Iowa State women gave themselves a great chance to win the Relay Cup by finishing second in the Sprint Medley Relay in 357.13. Maggie Davis ran the 800 leg 
the anchor leg for the Cyclones in that event. Unfortunately for Iowa State, North Dakota State won the event in 355.87, and that victory was the difference in the tiebreaker as both teams tied with 22 points, but the Bison with that victory, that was the tiebreaker over the Cyclones uh, for that Relay Cup. Finishing third for Northern Iowa um, was the Panthers. Uh, in 359.85, former Waukee prep and freshman Sidney Schaefer ran the anchor 800 leg for the Panthers. Uh, the 4x8 also picked up a good number of points for Iowa State. They finished fourth in 906.75. Relay members were Madeline Hill, Davis, Alexis Gurrier, and Laurel Huginson. Um, so those were the two relay events that did well. For Iowa State individually, uh, Callie Logue uh, did herself very well. Uh, she smashed her previous best in the 1,500-meter run by finishing seventh, seventh in 418.16. That time is number four in Iowa State history. Logue doesn't run the 1,500 too many times, so it's nice to see her branch out and do well there. Uh, former Crestwood prep Ellie Friesen having a fantastic season at a, the smaller level for South Dakota State. She was eighth in the women's university 1500, right behind Logue in 418.51. Uh, the winning time was 414.43. Uh, the 4x1600 relay was run on Friday. And with Iowa State having a couple of their big names out in Oregon, Iowa State didn't have their greatest team competing, and they finished fourth in that relay with Jeffrey Peterson, Gable Sapirda, former Central Lion GLR uh, prep, uh, Thomas Pollard, he's from, he went to Gilbert High, and then Lionel Perez uh, running the anchor. That, uh, that quartet, Ran 1653.11 for fourth. Miami of Ohio was the winner in 1640.84. I, I, I am remiss to uh, go back a little bit to the uh, 4x8 on Friday night where Iowa State did have a second team in that 4x8. And that group um, did very well. They finished sixth uh, in 723.41. That's the seventh fastest 4x8 time in Iowa State history. So even though uh, the, the, the top team, uh, led by Rashawn Rooms, um, set the Drake Relays record and the Iowa State record, um, that team of Joe Schaefer, Alex Lamong, Nehemia Tu, and David Thompson put themselves also in the record book, and they finished sixth in that 4x8. So I wanted to mention them because I overlooked them earlier. Um, let's go to the women's 3000 steeplechase final. Uh, former Iowa Central runner Adva Cohen, she's an Israeli athlete, now running for New Mexico and a senior for the Lobos. She finished 12th in that women's 3000 steeplechase in 956. The winning time was 932. Uh, we had a champion in the college men's 4x8, Dortz. Anthony Gerzo, Jebediah Merkel, Trey Ingen, and Cole Zevenbergen. They didn't even have Matthew Van Epps running on this relay, and they still won it easily in 734.57. Dort's becoming 4x800U as far as the NAIA is concerned. They picked up the victory, but there were a couple other Iowa programs that did well. Granby was third with Carter Heiser. Ben Huftelin, Talon Munger, and Isaiah Whitrock running 747.16. And then Morningside's top team uh, with Camden Beller, Zach Ambrose, Dylan Lindstrom, and Tyler Carney running 750.89. Now, if some of these relay members didn't actually run, I'm sorry. That's just the names that are listed uh, by the relays. There might have been some changes, of course. So, But uh, apologies if the names aren't always right. The college women's 4x1600, you had Kellen, Helen Gold uh, running again um, on Friday, and she uh, ended up third uh, running the anchor for the Coyotes. 
Uh, they finished right even at 20 minutes and in third place. Uh, the college women's 4x800, um, Dort finished fourth. That group of Jessica Campman, Bethany Tenhaken, Micah Koistra, and Annika Rick ran 918.43. And just behind them uh, was the Morningside uh, group of Joe McKibben, Peyton Bohr, Emily Chacoin, and then <laughs> Emily Funderman in also running 918. That's in the college women's 4x8, the sprint medley relay. You had, we're heading down to the home stretch here. The Drake Relays report of distance running. The college women's 5,000. You had Northwestern College's Hunter Kepke, uh, senior, finishing eighth in 1758. In the college men's 5,000, you had three Iowa runners who, uh, fared very well. Davis Tebben of Dort ran 1453 for ninth place. He's a junior. Northwestern's Dylan Hendricks was 11th in 1456. And then Eric Steiger, another Dort junior, he was 12th in 1501.59. We have, we finish it off with the 1500. College men and women Matt Heinzman of Wartburg, a junior, was seventh in that race, 355.64. Ryan Harvey of Loris, a freshman, ran 355.83 for eighth. And then the women's Mary Stein of Central College ran 451.17. She's a freshman. And then Ryan Porch of Hawkeye Community College ran 452.15. Ryan is a freshman <coughs> for Hawkeye. That is the Drake Relays, oh, and that's a lot of a lot of results. And uh, Iowans and Iowa Collegians doing very well in the distance events. Let's move on to the Fighting Illini Big Ten Relays. There were other meets nationally, and uh, Iowa had some runners at the Fighting Illini Big Ten Relays in Champaign. But it was uh, let's lead off with. Uh, two fantastic performances by former Ballard prep Abby Cohet Jackson. Uh, Jackson, she ran uh, the lead leg on Minnesota's winning distance medley relay of 1103.01. And that set a record for Minnesota. That's a program record for the Gophers. Uh, going back uh, 2013, going back all the way to 2013. So Abby ran the first 1,200 leg. It also included Sophie Schmidt's Anastasia Korzanowski, Korzanowski and Bethany Haas, the great Bethany Haas. She's, uh, of course, a phenomenal uh, national runner. Um, so that's a phenomenal achievement for her uh, to be in the record books for the Gophers. Um, she also, that was on Saturday, the day before, um, she came up with a big PR uh, in the 1500 to finish second behind Bethany Haas in that 1500. Um, Coet Jackson ran 419.53 and that time ranks eighth best in Minnesota history. So congratulations to her. Uh, for twice getting in the Gophers record books. Uh, Haas, by the way, ran 418.41, just holding off her teammate, barely. Um, but that time is sixth best all-time among Minnesota. So two tremendous performances there. Iowa had some uh, strong performances. Um, let's lead off with Armando Bryson running in the men's 800. It was a very competitive meet. Uh, Bryson was fifth in a PR of 151.52. Uh, his teammate, Cal Lewis, freshman, was seventh in 151.80. That's also a PR. And then Jason Hoffman, Hawkeye, was eighth in 151.89. In the women's 800 Open, you had freshman Claire Pitcher, who was seventh in 208.64. Katie Moore, a freshman, was 14th in 213.36. And then you had a couple uh, Iowans, a couple Iowa gals, 
Uh, Emma Gordon, uh, former Ankeny Centennial Prep, was 19th in 215.21, a PR for her. And then former Waukee runner Logan Ackeson, uh, she was 20th in 215.27, and Logan is a junior. So you ran 215 and you're 20th. That's a pretty uh, high-quality meet there uh, in Champaign. The men's 1500 uh, open, Nathan Milenic, uh, the senior, got to uh, change distance a little bit from his preferred steeplechase, and he ended up ninth in that 1500, 350.58, so he's sharpening his legs, uh, speed work. Uh, and then um, let's move on to the women's 1500, where several <clears throat> runners from Iowa competing for the Hawkeyes did well. Led by the freshman Kelly Tosic, she uh, ran 441.9. I'm sure I'm messing up her name. 29th was Ren Renquist. She's a senior. Um, she ran a PR of 445.68. And then Ellie Twett, um, former Ballard of Huxley, uh, runner. She's a freshman for the Hawkeyes. She was 32nd in 447.76. Uh, Ackeson ran again. She ran the 800 and a 1500. She was 33rd in 449.14. Remember, she's from Waukee. And then you had uh, Mount Pleasant freshman Abby Ryan. She was 36th in 451.9. She ran a PR in that race. And then Bryce Gittle, uh, Humboldt, Humboldt, former Humboldt prep. She ran 455.23 for 37th. So you finish um, 36th and 37th and run 450. Um, and you're way back. So uh, like I said, a high, high quality meet there. And then uh, we had one Hawkeye result in the women's 5,000. Gabby Skopic, uh, former Iowa City West prep. And a transfer from UNI, she was 23rd in that race in 1740. So that wraps up the Fighting Illini Big Ten Relays from Friday. Let's go on to the John McDonald Invitational in Fayetteville, Arkansas, where former Griswold prep Rebecca Topham set a meet record. So fantastic performance by her. She broke 10 minutes in the 3,000 steeplechase, running 958.39. That time is 10th best in the NCAA this season. So Rebecca, it looks like she's on her way toward qualifying for uh, the NCAA regional meet. Um, she won by uh, just about three seconds over an Alabama runner. So there was quality runners at this uh, John McDonald meet, and Topham beat them all. So uh, congratulations to her for setting a meet record um, in Fayetteville. Um, let's go on. Um, there was I mentioned earlier that there was another meet in Iowa, and it was the Kip Janvern Open. That's usually uh, traditionally uh, the same time run as the Drake Relays, and it's kind of a uh, opportunity for some of the other athletes that didn't qualify for the Relays to run down in Indianola at Simpson College. And you had some really good performances there. Uh, the men's 5,000 meters, uh, Christopher Collett of Wartburg set a meet record on the men's 5,000. He ran 1424.03, breaking the mark of Nathan Haug of Augustana, who uh, ran 1426 back in 2014. So congratulations to Christopher setting the meet record in the, in the 5,000 meters. Simpson Spencer Moon was runner-up. Um, he also would have broken that record um, if not for Collett, but he uh, ran 1426.13. Then you had Jay Mixdorf. He's an Iowan running unattached. He was 1438.67. Run ablaze Iowa's Caleb Appleton. Uh, he was 8th in 1441. Um, then uh, former West Des Moines Dowling runner Jason Thomas, um, he's a run ablaze athlete. He was 1445.52. Uh, that's a great time by him. Uh, Luther's Dan Iselin uh, ran 1448. 
He was 11th. Uh, former Run Ablaze athlete Chris Robertson uh, was 12th in 1454.39. And then nice to see him uh, running um, in back in Iowa. Former Linmar standout uh, Josh Evans. Um, he ran for the he ran for Iowa State. Started his career at Iowa State. Then he went to the Colorado School of Mines, closed out his career there, and um, he ran unattached, and he broke 15 minutes as well. He ran 14:56 for 15th place. That was the men's 5,000 at the Kip Janvren Open. The men's uh, the women's 1500 meter run was won by Mount Mercy's Andrea Ertz. Uh, she was running in heat one, and uh, one of two heats in that one. She was she ran four thirty eight point five one. She won pretty easily by four seconds over a North Dakota State runner. Iowa Central's Lilia Alvarez ran four fifty two for seventh, and then uh, Northern Iowa's Jill Van Am. Um, she was fourteenth in four fifty five. Uh, the men's 1500 was won by a Luther College runner, Ian Kelly. Uh, he won Heat 1 and the overall event in 356.51. And then the women's 3,000 meter steeplechase also was won by Aubrey Fisher. Uh, we mentioned her already. Um, she did a couple events over the weekend. Um, Aubrey ran, she's a freshman. For the Knights, she ran 1041.66. She cruised to the win um, by about uh, 27 seconds over an Augustana runner in the women's 3000 steeplechase. Um, So that is the track action. We've got a little bit more to go, believe it or not. We have the Valley One uh, Marathon and Half Marathon run in Valley, Nebraska, uh, over the weekend, and you had some several strong performances. Um, let's start with the men's half marathon, where uh, former Central College and Pleasant Valley Prep Austin O'Brien of the Run Blaze Iowa team he finished sixth in that event that draw drew a lot of uh, Hoka One One runners from Flagstaff, Arizona. So it was a really good field uh, for this half marathon. O'Brien ran 105.58, and he's from Waukees. So he ran sixth, and then Eli Miller um, from Iowa City was 18th in that half marathon. He ran 111.35. The women's half marathon won by Stephanie Bruce, of the Hoka team. Um, she trains out in Flagstaff. We all know uh, her if you know the professional running. Um, she's one of the real uh, tremendous American marathoners. Um, she won it in 109.55, um, but finishing um, well in that race um, uh, back as the 11th place woman that race was former Iowa runner and All-American Megan Payton. Um, she's wrapping up her career with the Minnesota Distance Elite team uh, out of Minneapolis. She ran 117.24. Uh, and, of course, we saw her uh, a couple weeks ago at that Run Ablaze Blazin' 10K event. Um, so she um, was 11th among the women and 29th overall. That was the half marathon. And the marathon, we had uh, we had a champion from Iowa, um, Run Ablaze Iowa's Adam Bohach um, of Cresco. Um, Adam is 36 years old. He entered the marathon, and he basically took control of the marathon from the first 5K. He opened it up in 1648 to take about a minute lead and, and never relinquished it. Uh, he took the win in 227.52, and, um, and he beat... Uh, Jeremiah Estes of Olathe, Kansas, um, by almost two minutes. Uh, Estes was a couple minutes back, so Adam took the victory there. Congratulations to him. And then um, on that was on Saturday, and then the uh, on Sunday the Sioux Falls Skedaddle Half Marathon was held in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and 
Fort Dodge's Pasca Myers uh, picked up the women's victory there. She was fourth overall in that race. Um, Pasca ran 37.07 to take the victory easily. Um, the men's winning time, by the way, she was four minutes back of the winner, um, who was from St. Paul, Minnesota. That was the Sioux Falls Skedaddle Half Marathon, and Pasca is 34 years old from Fort Dodge. And finally, we've got um, some ultra-distance running. Um, Boone native Pete Kostelnik uh, reported uh, on Instagram that he won the 24-hour jackpot ultra in Las Vegas. It was very windy out there. Uh, but he did pick up the victory. I'm still searching for the results on that race, but that's what uh, Pete says that he won that 24-hour event. Pete now lives in Ohio, so you might say that he rolled the dice in going out to Las Vegas for a race, but he definitely didn't come up snake eyes. And that is the report for the week. I always knew uh, that Drake Relay's week from writing my blog was always the busiest week of the year, or at least one of the busiest, and this certainly lived up to it doing this podcast. Um, that's the report from this week, but I do have an exciting announcement. Um, the voice of the Drake Relays, Mike J., will be appearing on the podcast later on this week. I hope you'll be listening for that. Uh, we'll be talking about, we'll be recapping the relays. Uh, he'll tell us what he, he thought his highlights of the meet were. We'll talk about uh, announcing at the high school and college and pro level, some of the differences for him, and also how he got started in uh, announcing uh, at track meets. So you definitely want to make sure you listen to that. I'll have Mike J on later this week. Until then, happy running, everyone, and thanks for listening.